Hey everyone, this is Libby and I'm going to be looking at the role of individuals within the topic of themes in medicine. Individuals and their discoveries drove advances in medicine during this period. Louis Pasteur, who lived from 1822 to 1895, argued that germs in the air could cause chemical reactions and disease. His findings led him to discover the possibility of vaccinations, including anthrax and rabies. The conclusion was that Pasteur changed the way people thought about disease through germ theory. Another individual is William Harvey, who lived in 1578 to 1657. Harvey challenged Garland's understanding of blood. He argued correctly that blood circulated around the body. He did not understand yet why blood needed to circulate around the body or its full function. And the conclusion from this was that Harvey was a good example of an interim discovery. He had not fully understood the issues, but he advanced scientific thinking. Another individual is Paul Ehrlich, who lived in 1854 to 1915. He built on the work of Robert Koch. His theory of magic bullets formed the basis of chemotherapy. The conclusion from his work is that he was an important example of a scientist building on someone else's work to advance scientific understanding. This was the only way for major new discoveries to occur. Andreas Vesalius lived in 1514 to 1564. He used dissections to counteract Garland's understanding of the human body, and his work inspired anatomists, including Fabricus and Fallopius. The conclusion we can take from his work is that he's a good example of one scientist disproving another's theory to bring about progress. John Snow, who lived in 1813 to 1858, had a role in our understanding of cholera. After the 1854 cholera outbreak in London, Snow discovered a link between contaminated water and the disease. He used William Farr's medical statistics to support his conclusions. The conclusion from this work is that Snow is a good example of a scientist during the period observing real-world problems and working to solve them. Alexander Fleming, who lived from 1881 to 1955, accidentally found penicillin. It was not until Florian Chain read his work and ran more experiments that Fleming's results were confirmed. The conclusion from this work is that penicillin only went into widespread use when the government justified funding it because of the war. And finally, Claudius Garland, who was born in 129 AD. Garland built on the medical ideas of Hippocrates. He thought that imbalances in the four humours of the body caused diseases. He encouraged doctors to use urine samples and monitor pulses to reach diagnoses. The conclusion from this work is that because he believed in one God, the Christian church supported his ideas, which made them very influential for over 1400 years. So who were the two anatomists that Vesalius inspired? They were Hieronymus Fabricus and Gabriel Fallopius. As we've just learned, we know that Claudius Gallin, who was born in 129 AD, built on the medical ideas of Hippocrates, and he thought that the imbalances in the four humours of the body caused disease. He encouraged doctors to use urine samples and monitor pulses to reach diagnoses. One of the other individuals we just discussed are Paul Ehrlich. He was one of the first to build upon another scientist's work, and he built on Robert Koch's, Koch's work. His theory of magic bullets formed the basis for chemotherapy. 
So that's everything for the role of individuals for themes in medicine. Thanks very much for listening. If you found this episode useful and want to learn two times faster for free, head over to SenecaLearning.com or click the link in the bio to revise all your exam subjects for free.